Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Do you remember Braveheart? Most of you have seen that movie. I've seen it probably four or five times start to finish. Remember? Hold! Hold! Remember? With the spears and the horses. Remember, if you haven't seen it, see it. It's a really good movie. I'm going to hold on this story. I'm going to hold until I draw any conclusions about the leaker or suspected leaker, alleged leaker. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty, correct? I'm not sure I'm ready to dive into the pool yet. And I'm going to tell you why, because I, as someone said in the chat, thank you all for joining the 11 a.m. chat. I appreciate it. Dan always brings the receipts. Yes, I do. I'm not going to bore you with a bunch of useless speculation without producing some receipts as to why I'm speculating that we may want to hold. Not suggesting there's some grand conspiracy here or the individual arrested and nothing to do with it. I'm just saying there's something awfully suspicious about this thing and how it just snap, crackle, popped. Stay tuned. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Everyone's talking about how chat, GPT, and AI is going to change the world. Tech companies are all investing heavily in AI for search. But guess what? They're the same companies of the power to censor search results. That's why I use ExpressVPN to add a layer of protection between me and big tech. The ExpressVPN app hides my unique IP address on all my devices. It makes it difficult for big tech to identify who I am and match my, activ my activity back to me. It's super easy to use. Listen, I'm not that tech savvy. It is really easy. All I have to do with ExpressVPN is tap one button on my phone or computer to turn it on. That's it. But ExpressVPN doesn't just protect me from big tech. It also encrypts 100% of my online traffic, keeping me safe from hackers and prying eyeballs. The best part? One ExpressVPN subscription covers up to five devices at the same time, so my whole family uses it too. Stop letting big tech spy on what you're doing. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait another day and get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to get protected with the VPN rated number one by CNET, TechRadar, and most importantly, the Dan Bongino Show, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, so let's go, Daddy-O. It's Friday! I try to lip sync sometimes, but I never know how long you're going to hold that. <laughs> uh, so I have to wrap it up a I'll little prematurely. I'll follow you next time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you saw, you know, everybody's seen Braveheart. Hold, hold, hold. Everybody should just hold. I want to be clear here, because you know I don't get out over my skis and get crazy time or stuff, anything like that. But... Don't you think this story's awfully suspicious about the suspected leaker of these documents? 21-year-old kid pops out in gym, gym shorts like, oh, we got him. And then uh, coincidentally, folks, or maybe not coincidentally, right afterwards, after the Restrict Act goes down in flames, which is a government vehicle to enable the Biden administration to censor basically everything you do online, that goes down in flames the other day. And Joe, you, it's so weird. This guy reappears. Uh, with these leaked documents appear online. And then all of a sudden, the media and the Biden administration are like, you see, we definitely need to be censoring stuff online. I I'm just saying, I feel like I'm getting played. I feel like I'm getting played. I do But too. to get played, you have to agree to get played and not answer any, you know, and, and not ask uh, any questions, which, as you know, I ask a lot of questions. So let's just start with this one. You guys remember, remember this show? Joe's probably cut this poor clip at least a thousand times. Maybe it's in his evergreen file. I don't know. But remember this gem from Chuck Schumer? Chuck <laughs> Schumer told Rachel Maddow this a long time ago when Donald Trump was taking on the intelligence community. The intelligence community, obviously, at the heart of this leak. Oh, my gosh, catastrophic leak. Look at this kid. He got all this stuff. It's so crazy. Wow. 
Schumer told Rachel Maddow, hey, man, don't mess with the intel community. They'll get back at you quite a few different ways. Hey, take a listen yourself. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them. Uh, oh, they're very upset. Are they upset about something now, too? Because this seems like an awfully uh, coincidental tie-up. All these documents got out there that may change the course of our activity with Ukraine involvement and other allies. Was someone in the intelligence community angry? I, I don't know. So we're told they arrested the leaker yesterday. Uh, the suspect is Jack Teixeira. He is supposedly a uh, low-level, uh, low-ranking member, I should say, a more precise member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard. Wow. You got access to all that stuff? That's so weird. I was a Secret Service agent with TSSCI clearance. I didn't have access to any of that stuff. What was he doing over there? Well, listen, uh, let me just say up front here, I hope it's true. I hope it's true. I hope everyone else in the show does as well, that they got the guy and plugged the leak. I mean, I don't want our secrets out there. It could get people killed. Uh, you know, I, I just think it's really sad. I have to hope that we're being told the right story. Now, why would I say that? Because it's just kind of weird that Republican and Democrat members of Congress seem obsessed with censoring what happens online. And the alleged leak happened in a Discord chat room, which is an online mechanism for people to talk and they can game with each other and that kind of thing. If you, if you haven't heard of Discord, it's very simple. That's what it is. It's like an old, like for those of us born in the 80s, party phones used to call on the party line. Everybody talked Yeah, Discord. It's a fancier version of that. So the documents were on Discord. And I find it unbelievably convenient that the administration's pushing the Restrict Act. The Restrict Act, they say you're using it to target TikTok. But it's really strange because it allows an unprecedented amount of government interference into digital speech. And the Restrict Act is flailing now and losing support because people like me and Tucker and others exposed that the Restrict Act Maybe about a little more than restricting TikTok and maybe about restricting you even outside of TikTok. And I mean conservatives. So that's flailing. The Restrict Act, Joe, it's a plane, right? And they thought it was taken off. They're like, TikTok, man, we got them. Everybody, everybody don't like TikTok. Planes taken off. And then all of a sudden people start talking about what's in the Restrict Act. And <laughs> you see, this is the advantage of social media. Before social media, you could pass something like the Restrict Act. And if you didn't read about it in the New York Times or Wall Street Journal, it didn't happen. Now with social media, people like me could snip it out and go, hey, did you see this? Section 2.3 sub A sub 265. It says that the Secretary of Commerce can do this. Now, FIRE, which supports uh, free speech, has covered this. In their piece, the Restrict Act's vague and overbroad language is a threat to the free and open Internet. The bill would grant the Secretary of Commerce enormous power to regulate transactions with foreign technology companies. I don't know about you folks, but I trust foreign technology companies before I trust uh, the Secretary of Commerce. That sounds hard to hear. It should. So this thing's going down in flames. So hold that thought for a minute about the Restrict Act going down in flames, and all of a sudden we get a guy 
who's alleged to have posted secret documents in a chat room. And now the government's like, man, we really need to regulate those chat rooms. And media people are like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Media people who were supposed to support the free flow of information. So, so, so strange. So the Restrict Act, they were pushing it to basically ban you from social media, conservatives. This was a perfect vehicle to do it, to empower the Secretary of Commerce. Yeah, man, go for it, right? And one of the stipulations in there is they had to prove some connection to a foreign adversary, right? The Restrict Act. So this is so strange because a couple days ago, April 7th, it's now what, April 14th? I don't even know. I lose track of time. About a week ago, when we the leak was discovered, this is so strange. This Reuters article popped. Man, again, look at the date, April 7th. Russia is likely behind U.S. military document leak, U.S. officials say. Now, Guy, Joe, can I ask you guys a question? It's not a trick. Yeah. Uh, foreign adversary, Russia, maybe, kind of, sort of? Oh, yeah, they don't, yeah, bad guys, yeah. they don't like yeah. this. Okay, good, just check it. want to make sure I'm not crazy. Yeah. Now, it's really strange that the U.S. intel community went out and reached out to Reuters, Reuters, journalism folks, here we go. And they said, quote, Russia or pro-Russian elements are likely behind the leak of several classified military documents posted on social media that offer a partial month-old snapshot, uh, snapshot of the war in Ukraine. Three U.S. officials told Reuters on Friday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Joe Gee says it sounds oddly familiar. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like just about every other intel-derived hoax we've heard about in the last 10 years. We're getting worked. I can see it. You are. It certainly sounds like it. It's just how everything, sir. Uh, Donald Trump is in a PP tape in Russia. Three U.S. officials told him. Oh, they did. Benghazi was due to a video. Three U.S. officials told him. Really? Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. Three, uh, three U.S. officials told us. Now, listen, in my line of work in law enforcement, if, and you guys were not in law enforcement, but feel free to answer the question because you're very smart. You get a source who comes into the police station all the time and everything he tells you is fake. Hey, uh, CeeLo on the corner slinging crack. You go and you watch CeeLo for three, four days. The guy's headed to his job at UPS. Don't look like he's slinging crack to me. Okay, wasted my time. And then you find out he just had a beef with CeeLo. Then he comes in the next day. He goes, hey, hey, Tommy there on the corner. He's slinging coke to these high-end Wall Street guys. Then you follow him and you find that he's got a beef with Tommy and he's not slinging coke at all. He's an ice cream salesman. Then he comes in and goes, hey, you see Cynthia on the corner? Yeah, yeah. Cynthia's dealing guns. Then you find out he's got a beef with Cynthia and Cynthia works at the local uh, post office. Now, I'm just asking, when he comes in again with information about Guy and Joe, you going to believe it? You're, it? It may be true. It may be true. He may say Guy likes Star Wars. That is, in fact, true. He may say Joe digs his dog. That's really true. What's the dog's name, Joe? Yeah, that's Kit. Kit? Kit. Joe loves Kit. Kit's a good dog. Yeah. The point I'm saying is you're going to be skeptical, right? Because everything they've told you before is fake. Not the media. Not suckers out there on the left. They're like, <laughs> we got him. We got him. You do? Let's go through a few stories here, some headlines. These are other things we were told by the intel community. Fox News, September 2016. Blamed for Benghazi, filmmaker jailed after attack, now lives in poverty and fear. Remember that guy? After the Benghazi terror attack? Remember that? Oh, it was a guy with the video. Put him in jail. 
Nothing to do with anything. Nothing to do with anything. It was a terror attack on the special mission complex. The dude in the video had absolutely nothing to do with it. Did it stop them from putting him in jail? Cuffs? Cufferoos? Nah. So, forgive me, I'm going to do actual journalism, although I hate the word because it means nothing anymore because actual journalists have destroyed it, but I'm going to do real journalism, old school style, and I'm going to wait. Hold. Hold. This is the ultimate application of the Bongino rule. Let's go to some other things we were told were true, and everybody reported it. Senate panel backs intelligence agencies on Russia-Trump conclusions. <laughs> Who's it? Reuters, 2018, baby. So not only did the intel community tell us there was collusion, Joe, the Senate intel committee backed them up. Nothing to see here, folks. They got the guy, Jack DeSherrod. It's all good. Oh, Discord. Mm. Ban everything online. Remember this, Jim? This wasn't three, fellas. This was 51, 5-1 for the liberals watching. <laughs> this was 51 intel officials. I mean, at the highest levels of government who told us what? That Hunter laptop story? Totally Russian disinformation. Despite the fact we had to... Wait, do we have it here? It's time, it's time to whip this thing out. Pervs, get your... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, yeah. We had the actual receipt signed by Hunter, dropped off by Hunter. I keep it in my desk. We had the receipt. And yet what happened? Didn't matter. 51 very serious intel officials, probably the same one who told Reuters that the leak was Russian disinformation or the leak was from Russia, this recent one, I'm sorry. 51 very serious people told us a completely BS made up garbage story. That's eight, eight. T eight. Signals Heil Hitler. <laughs> and nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about it because you're a freaking moron, Fugazi. Some of you will get that. The P1s know exactly what that's about. Yes, Probably sir. chat room people know exactly what that's about. Here's another one. Why they went after Trump for so long. New York Times. Bob Draper. Unwanted truce inside Trump's battle with the U.S. intelligence agencies. Now let's tie this thing tie this thing together here, okay? Put a little bow on this. Not a big, like, rapping guy around Christmas. I'd rather give it to you in a bag, throw some stuff in there, whatever. Hey, look, hey, I don't rap stuff. But let's wrap this up, okay? So this is awfully convenient timing. There's a leak in a Discord chat room of some documents. The Intel community and cabinet and the Biden administration are clearly looking for an excuse to spy on Americans online. The leak is discovered in Discord. A guy's conveniently locked up. Look, we got him, 21-year-old. Oh, my gosh. And then, as if on cue, after intelligence communities lied to us over and over and over again, I'm just suggesting, could they be lying to us again? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this thing is as simple as a 21-year-old who got his jollies leaking some documents. Maybe it is. I'm just telling you, when a source lies to you multiple times, I'm a little skeptical, and I get even more skeptical when I see this. Here's a little video, hat tip Glenn Greenwald. Greenwald has a show on Rumble that is excellent. I think it airs at 7 p.m. Eastern time at night, Glenn Greenwald system update. Glenn Greenwald, who does actual journalism, he's like, this is really weird. They've got this leak of these documents showing pretty conclusively that we're being lied to about the status of the Ukraine war, that the Russians are doing far better than we believe, which is a problem, which is a real problem because they're not saying that. 
So if the U.S., uh, if U.S. citizens are going to make a decision about our tax dollars and bodies about potentially World War III, Joe, I think we should at least know what's going on. I'm not suggesting we should get super classified briefings every day, but you should at least be honest. Hey, the war's not going that well. That gives us an opportunity to say, okay, it's time to pull back or it's time to double down, correct? Don't lie to us. Don't pull us, okay? So all of a sudden this pops. You would think the media would be fascinated. Oh my gosh, guys, you've been lying about Ukraine. No, the media is pushing the Pentagon at this briefing yesterday. Hey, uh, listen, shouldn't we be monitoring what's going on in these chat rooms? Shouldn't we be shutting this information down? This is the prob the media at its finest right here. It's a little supercut of the questions from the media. They don't want the information. Take a listen yourself. General Ryder, you say that there are strict protocols in place, and yet a 21-year-old airman was able to access some of the nation's top secrets. How did this happen, and isn't this a massive security breach? What is your message to anyone who might be thinking of leaking these kind of documents in the future? Can you tell us, where are there less people who have access to this type of information today than there were a week ago? Yeah. To follow on that, these documents were available long before April 5th and 6th. So what took so long for <laughs> DOD and the intelligence communities to, to locate these documents? Are you going to release this airman's service record? What technologies is the Pentagon applying right now to both spot leaked documents online and track potential indicators of leaking type practices? Do you plan to be investing in more? Given the gravity of the situation, are you actively paring down the distribution list now? Is this a, a process that's moving quickly? Or is it going to, to take time for there to be meaningful, substantive changes to the distribution? And then is DOD or has DOD taken additional measures to restrict the access to classified information of others in the Massachusetts Air National Guard? Uh, sort of as a follow-on to Carla and Brandy's questions, um, can you say whether DOD has anyone looking at uh, chat rooms on Discord, for example, or other social media platforms right now for leaked information? And um, if not, should, should DOD have these people? Husky mom says in the chat room, something's not right here. Uh, I, we never met Husky mom, but don't you find this awfully convenient too? Right, Gee, did I not send this to you right before we came up on the air here? Look at this. And this pops. Exclusive from NBC News. The Biden administration is looking at expanding how it monitors social media sites and chat rooms. After U.S. intelligence failed to realize classified Pentagon documents circulated for weeks, officials briefed on the matter say. Wow, that's that's really convenient. So let's just tie this together here because it seems quite suspicious. Swampy Republicans and Democrats are pushing the Restrict Act so they can spy on you online. But they need allegedly some connection to a foreign adversary to do it. Then they leak to Reuters that there's a really devastating leak of intelligence that tells the truth about the status of the war in Ukraine. Ah, uh, they leak it to Reuters and say the Russians did it, which would fit the definition of a foreign adversary. And then all of a sudden, the media people start calling for more censorship and spying on chat rooms and other things where you can go and speak freely. And then all of a sudden, the Biden administration gets the cue and goes, we really need to be doubling down in our efforts to spy on these chat rooms. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, folks. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm really sorry that these media people are so willing to take the first version of events when they have been lied to about Benghazi, Russian collusion, the laptop, about Trump. I'm not willing to accept that. I'm not telling you this kid didn't have something to do with it. I'm not even telling you that this kid isn't the primary guy here. 
I'm just telling you the intelligence community has lied to us over and over and over again. I'm holding on this story until I get a firm set of facts from people I actually trust that indicate to me that this is the full and complete story because it doesn't sound like it to me. Doesn't sound like it to me. All right, I got an election update, the pros and the cons. It's the Santa's Trump fight getting hot. Got a whole bunch of stuff, including just a stunning interview with the White House stenographer under Biden, who's basically admitting like Biden's a criminal. <laughs> Straight out. First, let's get to our next sponsor. We always appreciate your patience. Good companies that want to talk to you. Hey, in these crazy days, we've got to recharge and refresh in a natural way. You know I'm, I'm into that. I'm into life hacking. That's how I discovered Bone Charge a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize life in every way. One of my favorite new products they sent me is Bone Charge's Infrared Sauna Blanket. It helps me ease stress on a, after a really busy day. I like to just sit under it and chill. The sauna blanket raises my heart rate to exercise levels, helps me sweat away all the junk in the body, and it sets up in less than a minute. It heats super fast. I relax. Sometimes what I do is I, I put my, my neck underneath the thing to stretch my neck out a little bit. I do like a 30-minute session. I love it. I kid you not, the sauna blanket from Bone Charge is a game changer. It's great. You got to give it a shot. Bone Charge ships worldwide, and the sauna blanket ships free with no hidden costs. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize, and refresh with Bone Charge and the Sauna Blanket. It's amazing. It feels really good when you're done. Then take a cold shower when you're done if you can. It's pretty awesome. Right now, go to Bone Charge, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E, BoneCharge.com slash Bongino, and use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. That's BoneCharge.com slash Bongino, and use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. Pick up that Sauna Blanket. Think right in the cold shower if you can. It's great. Okay. Again, I'm holding on this story, and here's another reason. The Intel community told us as well that there was nothing to see here with the whole Biden ink scandal, that the laptop was Russian disinformation. 51 of them went on the record, ruined their entire reputations. Well, actually, they enhanced their reputations with the left because they lied for them. But among sane people, the reputations are now tarnished forever. They signed their name to a, a letter that was obvious bull saying that Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't, wasn't his. This is what apparently they were hiding. Now, this interview is a little strange. It's, it's, I only cut about a minute of it here, or Joe did, but it's the White House stenographer. The White House stenographer is apparently on this trip with Biden. He notices something very funny. When the stenographer comes in, and they'll basically record and transcribe official meetings with upper-level White House executive office of the president officials. I've seen these guys before, right? This guy is willing to go on the record and testify under oath that Biden's a criminal. And what he's saying here is Biden's son is working for a Ukrainian gas company where hydrofracking would benefit them, right? That's where you frack for natural gas, how you make money. And it's a little weird, but he's basically what he's trying to say is, was Biden making money off this deal by pushing the Ukrainians into this energy space while his son was profiting from the very same energy company? Take a listen yourself. So, Mike, what went down on that trip that you're aware of? Thanks for having me on, Jesse. Well, what happened on that trip was Joe Biden was in the front of the plane. My job as a White House stenographer was to be in the back of the plane in the press cabin. And if a white, if Joe or a senior administration official came back and did a briefing, and then I would record it and make a transcript. 
Well, that's exactly what happened. That senior administration official was Jake Sullivan, who's now our national security advisor. So I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time. Years go by. I've left the White House. I'm writing books and I get a hold of the Hunter Biden laptop from Marco Polo. Uh, they're a nonprofit, a anti-corruption nonprofit. About a year and a half ago, I started writing a substack based on what I find. And then I go back over what I knew happened when I was working for Joe. I found the transcript that I wrote about that briefing. That's when Jake Sullivan starts talking about fracking. And b because of what I'd read in the laptop and reported in my substack previously, I'm like, wait a minute. Joe Biden knew Hunter Biden was already on the board on April 18th. Joe Biden knew. He directed Sullivan to go back and talk to the press. This is a conspiracy. This is a crime. Uh, he's not equivocating at all. And I want to beat this thing to death, but it's now clear as day that everybody who's been around Joe Biden, Tony Bobolinsky, the business partners, it appears other sources on the inside, Jim Comer says, have surfaced. The White House stenographer, everybody knew Biden was a criminal was engaged in potential criminal activity. And they're now coming. It's his allegation. I'm like, you just heard his words. He was there. This is what the intel community is hiding. And that's why I don't trust what's going on here. That's why I don't trust what's going on with this leaker. I don't, tr I don't trust the story at all. I don't trust him one bit. Did someone with an axe to grind who had some different position on the Ukraine war? I don't know. But this story got wrapped up way too conveniently, just like the other ones. And all these people in the press, oh, you're promoting conspiracy theories. Listen, I'm not promoting anything. I'm doing your freaking job for you, you imbeciles. You've been led and you've told us this bull over and over and over again about Benghazi and all this other crap. And you got burned, not me. I'm not telling you this isn't the kid. There'll be a court of law proceeding where we'll figure that out, where people will be under oath. I'm telling you, I accept nothing at first pass anymore because you guys in the intel community have lied to us over and over. And none of you should accept it either. All right, it's time for an election update. Haven't done this in a while. Uh, you know, I promise you here, whatever candidate you support, uh, Trump, DeSantis, Haley, Tim Scott appears like he's going to jump in as an exploratory committee. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's in the race. You're all going to, you're everybody's going to get a voice here. I promise. I owe that to you. You all know where I stand. I'm the Trump guy. We get that. I mean, it's not, you know, it's fairly obvious at this point. Uh, it's been for a while, but everybody deserves their voice on this one. Okay. And I want everyone to feel at home. So we're going to do kind of a quick update, election update, pros and cons, because this is going to be the most important election of our lifetime. You said that last time. Yes. And last time I meant it too. The Miami Herald is a joke. There is, it's a, it's a, it's a, a clown site for morons. Uh, this makes the New York times look like conservative review, the Miami Herald. But the premise of this piece isn't exactly wrong. So we're going to start with some of the cons first so we'll, for both DeSantis and Trump. And I hope this helps both sides to tighten things up. Folks, He's waiting too long. If Ron DeSantis is serious about jumping in this race, he's got to make a decision soon. He's got to announce some kind of exploratory. I get it. There's a session going on. Uh, he's the governor of Florida. I totally understand. 
But uh, here's the problem. Miami Herald, what are you waiting for? DeSantis 2024 supporters worry he's launching too late. Folks, the history of, Joe, you and I have been doing this for a while, right? Just in the eight years Joe and I have been together, how many Republican governors were the next big thing didn't even make it to Iowa? Huh. Uh, Paul Lenti, Scott Walker, Chris Christie, or made it and just flamed it. I mean, we could go on and on and on. The list of like next big thing guys who turn. Here's the problem with waiting too. I ran for office. How I met Joe. I ran for office. I went up to do an interview in his radio station. Folks, the longer you wait, volunteers and activists get antsy and they start signing up for different campaigns. I saw it. That's why when I ran for Congress and almost, that's the one race we almost won. Omo horseshoes and hand grenades. I get it. I got in first, right out of the chute. I campaigned for like a year and a half. The minute the old congressional race was over, I got in a new one because I wanted all the volunteers and I wanted all the money. Now, there's a downside. The longer the campaign's up and running, the longer you got to pay for it. But DeSantis never had a hard time raising money. So that's a non-issue. He doesn't have a name ID problem either. He needs to start locking up donors and activists. And if he waits against Trump, Trump is a unique threat in a primary. Nobody has moose nuts like this guy in a primary. Nobody. He is the apex predator. You may not like his style, but the ads down here, have you seen them, Guy, about DeSantis? Are running, how many times they run a day on Fox? A hundred? It's all day, folks. It's all day on Fox. Like Adrian Peterson, the running back. All day. DeSantis did this, DeSantis did that. It's all day. There's only so much political capital you can hemorrhage from your bank account. And I'm not talking about money. And the thing with Trump is he is the apex predator. He is not going to stop. If this guy's going to get in, he better get in soon. Do you remember this? You know, Libs left. They thought this was hilarious. When I said this after the first debate with Joe Biden, when everybody said Trump lost, and I said, no, he didn't lose at all. He's the apex predator. Here, take a listen. So Trump is an apex predator. He's the Lion King. Trump went out there tonight and did what Trump does. <laughs> I. Everybody laughed. Oh, what an idiot. Trump is the apex predator. He exposed Biden. That wasn't the greatest debate, but it was Trump. It was Trumpian. And it didn't hurt Trump like everybody on the left swore it did. Folks, if Ron DeSantis is going to get in, he's got to make a move fast. Because I'm telling you with politics, what do we talk about all the time here, fellas? The big mo. The big mo is a very real thing. It stands for momentum. And once you lose that momentum, man, and your balls get cut off, it is impossible to get them back. Ask Paul Enti. Ask Chris Christie. Ask Scott Walker. Do it soon. So that's the cons. We'll get to some pros for both of them in a second, too. I want to talk about Trump in a second, too, because he's got to clean something up as well. They need to clean this up. Let me get to my uh, my next sponsor uh, first. Folks, are you tired of the same old monotonous liberal-flavored coffee? Bre well, if you are, get rid of that crap right now and uh, try my new friends at Blackout Coffee. Someone said in the chat room in the beginning of the show, who was it? They said, Dan, you seem a little hyped up today. Well, it's because I had a couple of cups. A blackout coffee. They're not woke either. They are straight up conservatives and they love this country and they want you to know. It's not like they hide it. Oh, let's be cutesy time. Blackout coffee's like, no, 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 Dan. You tell everyone that this is what matters to us, conservative values. 
and we make coffee too. That's all they care about. Coffee and conservatism. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, Blackout Coffee is an incredible work ethic and they're dedicated to promoting conservative principles and they accept no compromise on taste or quality. The coffee is delicious. It's strong. I love that strong coffee flair. I want coffee to taste like coffee. You want water? You got to buy another brand. Don't get Blackout Coffee. You want coffee that, that, that tastes like something out of a water fountain? Go get something else. You want a bold, strong coffee taste? Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch the other clowns. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, for 20% off your first order. It's a great company. It's good people there. They really care about the country and they love their product. 100% committed. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Okay. I want to focus now on, we're doing the cons first because I want to help out. I want to place you for everyone. The Trump team's got to clean this thing up with Social Security. They're running ads attacking DeSantis from the left, not from the right, which is strange because there's a primary. There's going to be a primary. It's just very strange. I mean, think about it, right? If I'm running against Gee in a Republican primary, I'm going to advertise myself as the strongest Republican, right? And it's weird. Trump is running ads from the left down here in Florida saying, well, DeSantis voted to cut your Social Security. He had slightly exaggerated. That's not exactly what happened. But, you know, the journal, David McIntosh wrote this piece of journal. He's not exactly wrong. And it's something I've spoken about in this show many times outside of the perspective of the campaign. So no one's going to tell me, oh, Dan, you never addressed this before. You No, uh, no. Yeah, no, no. The Biden-Trump plan to cut Social Security. And he notes correctly so that doing nothing with Social Security is a plan. It's a plan to cut Social Security. Folks, that's just a fact. You can read this piece yourself. McIntosh, regardless of your feelings about him, McIntosh isn't lying. The Social Security actuaries have already said, if we do nothing, there will be an automatic 23% cut in 10 years. Well, Dan, they'll just take it from the general fund. Now, nah, actually, they won't unless they pass legislation because they're prohibited from doing that. So it's not exactly accurate. So I really think they need to clean that up. Now, he can introduce a plan, and I think he should, Trump, to say, listen, people who are 55 and older, you guys and ladies, you design your life around this program. Here's how we're going to fix it. That's the smart thing to do. But in a Republican primary, where voters really care about economic issues and limited government, attacking DeSantis from the left in Florida, I'm not sure that's the best advice. I think it's just honestly bad advice. Well, where are you getting that? that? That voters want limited government. I'm getting it from voters. Wall Street Journal opinion. U.S. voters want limited government. Contrary to common belief, economic policies and electoral strength for the Republican Party. They note that despite a few short dips around economic crises, the number of people preferring a smaller government over a larger one ranges from 5 to 28 percentage points. In 2021, independents reported the same preference by 19 points. The Trump team's got to be careful that the DeSantis team doesn't ice them out in a limited government fight. This is still a primary first. Again, there's going to be a home for everybody. here. Now let's do some good stuff, the pros, for both of them. Uh, DeSantis has had a really good run down here in Florida. Uh, this last, uh, I, I live down here. So, you know, there's a lot of people getting paid by campaigns to tell you stuff about both guys. 
DeSantis people getting paid to tell you about Trump, Trump people getting, it's just part of campaigning. It's fine. It's, it's just part of the business, right? You want to, you you want friends, get a freaking dog. Okay. Right. Joe, you've been in this game a long time. Politics (laughs) ugly. People turn on each other. It it turns people into animals. It really does. I I ignore most of that. I'm telling you straight here. I've been down here. No one's going to tell me what the Florida economic miracle is or isn't because I've lived it. I've been down here eight years and I came from a blue state where Joe lives. Sadly. We'll talk about that on another day. Report. <laughs> Florida was tops for economic performance over the past decade. Yeah, it's number one. People, it's, it, Florida is, it, folks, the home values down here, <clears throat> the businesses. Now, there are downsides. There's been a lot more traffic than I've seen since I've moved here. But if you're looking to work in Florida and you're manual labor or even high end, right, you're, you're in like high end kind of service spaces too. There's just almost endless pools of money down here in Florida. We just passed the six-week abortion ban, too. Do we have that video? Did I tell you guys about that one? The one with them causing an insurrection on the floor? We do have it. Okay. This happened as well yesterday. Usually, this is good news for DeSantis. The economic miracle. Also, I'm a major pro-life advocate. Now we have a major, densely populated, uh, extremely important state that just passed a ban on abortion at six weeks. And of course, the liberals lost their mind, engaged in another insurrection on the House floor. Did you see this video? Check this out. Members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and record the vote. 35 yeas, 77 nays. Show the amendment fails. Members, we will take a short recess. 10 minutes and then we'll charge it. Would you please secure the chamber and remove the gallery? So we got another insurrection. It's like Oprah. You get an insurrection, Tennessee. You get an insurrection. Everybody's getting an insurrection now. I'm going to give you some stunning numbers too next, but just in the chat, there are a couple of Floridians in there. One of them said, yeah, no kidding. Like you could find, if you're looking for, if you're an HVAC technician down here in Florida, because it's hot all the time, there's an endless amount of work for you. There's probably a thousand companies in this county alone, and they're all making money. I mean, that's, that's Florida's been a real miracle. And I credit a lot of what DeSantis and Rick Scott did too. It wasn't just DeSantis. Let's be honest about it. Now, here's something that I think benefits Trump. But I got to tell you, I think DeSantis gets a lot of credit and he deserves some of it. But I think a lot of this is Trump. These numbers are shocking. This is from Interactive Polls. It's a tweet. Look at this number. Guy's like, dude. This can't be real. It's real. There's a link right there. In 2018, not that long ago, folks, we're talking about five years ago, okay? The Democrats, yes, the Democrats in Florida held a voter registration edge of 263,000 people. That's a decent sum of people, more registered Democrats and Republicans. I was here. I was in Florida. By 2020, it was Democrats plus 97,000. Now you're seeing the Trump effect, right? December 2021, the GOP takes the lead by 43,000. By April of 2023, this month, the GOP has a voter registration edge of 454,918 people for a net change of 718,000. Listen, that is extraordinary. You're talking about a dipsy-doo flipperoo a voter registration like I've never seen. 
A lot has to do with DeSantis, but I'm telling you, a lot of that is from DeSantis's policies and people moving in. But don't accept any political narratives that tell you otherwise. It's probably people getting paid. That advantage isn't from everybody moving in. It's partially. But that 718,000 flip, folks, Trump flipped an unbelievable amount of Hispanic South Florida voters over to the GOP. He just did. DeSantis got a lot of black voters to flip on the school choice issue, but I'm an insane amount of people flipped their registration over to vote for Trump. It isn't just all people moving in. Those are the pros. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. And um, Biden, apparently, Joe, I don't know if you saw this. I mean, you cut the clip. But I don't know if you're listening. Sometimes you got headphones on or maybe, you know, feeding a dog or something. Uh, he, he, he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to sniff now anymore. He's not. Biden wants to start licking things now, which is. <laughs> Joe, I'm not. Am I making. Am I, you ain't making I, I'm not up. making this up. It's true. So this is the pros section. I just gave you the Trump DeSantis pros. The pros is going to be running against this guy who's apparently uh, wants to start licking now, which I'm not good with that. I'm not good with that. Our last sponsor, MyPatriotSupply.com. <laughs> Listen, it's getting hard to trust anything in anyone these days. You think after this show. Institutions are collapsing all over the place. Let me ask you, you prepared for the worst? Because you know what could happen. Don't get caught unprepared. Folks, you ensure everything in your life that matters. Ensure your food supply. Just think about what I'm telling you. You ensure your, your, your health, your teeth, your house, your car. How do you not have a food supply? Do it today. I do it. I don't speak with forked tongue. I am a customer and my Patriot Supply is knocking now $200 off their popular three-month emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab this special price before it ends. Your three-month emergency food kit provides over 2,000 calories each day for optimal strength and energy when you need it most. Best of all, it's delicious. Your whole family will love it. They have breakfast, lunches, and dinners. And most important, they have calories, 2,000 calories a day. And calories are survival when the panic hits. Don't sit waiting on government food lines. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today and save $200 on each kit your family's going to need. Get at least one kit per person. Don't put off your preparedness. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Let me get some water here. Mm. It's my Bongino Report mug. You guys go to Bongino Report in the chat room, BonginoReport.com. I hope you're not using Drudge. We have a good one for you, a better aggregator, BonginoReport.com. Drudge went full left. So here's the good news. They'll be running against this guy who uh, said yesterday uh, he was in Ireland that uh, we should start licking the world. Uh, Joe Biden would say, not a joke. Check this out. That is not the video. It's the other one. Play the other one. There's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Okay, he wants to lick the world. Uh, I'm not down with that. Uh, he should go back to sniffing. It's equally gross. But I don't want his saliva on him. I don't know what he was going to say because the weird thing, Joe, you listen to it. The weird thing is he says he was probably going to say, I want to light the world. <laughs> Let's go light the world or something. But he changes from light to lick, not from lick to light. In other words, he corrects himself in the wrong direction. Cue up that other one because I want to. So here's it again. Here's this because I'm not going to play well on audio. But for the, the folks watching on Rumble, here's Biden. This is the Irish, uh, the speaker over there. He has to kind of vector Biden in the right direction because he's constantly lost. Now, I told you, having been an agent, 
this is really unusual for these guys to get lost like this all the time. The guy's always lost. Here, take a look. The guy never knows where he's going. The guy never knows where he's going. It is the weirdest thing. They give him like footprints. Hey, here's where you can, and he never knows. It's because he's cognitively impaired. And by the way, who's ever elected better shut this down in the military stat. This is what the Navy, apparently, I saw this on Rubio's feed, is putting out in their feed. Listen, we've got uh, Russia and China threatening nuclear war right now. I really don't want to hear about your division sexual identity politics thing. This went out on the Navy's feed. Take a look at this. I was able to deploy on the USS Gerald R. Ford last fall. And the coolest thing I did on board was to be able to participate in a LGBTQ spoken word night. And I was able to read a poem that I wrote to the whole ship. And that was probably the culmination of the whole deployment. That's the coolest thing you did on board? Um, you know what? The coolest thing you're doing on board should be learning how to kill the enemy at sea. Uh, call me crazy. All right, I'm going to get to questions in a second, but I just want to go over it. It's just fast. The biggest phony in the house. The biggest phony in the oh, AOC. No, no, there's an even bigger phony. It's this Ro Khanna. It's Ro Khanna is the biggest fake and fraud ever. Don't expose this guy. He's a Democrat. I'm really getting sick of this guy's drill. Here, play the video. Here's Ro Khanna who says, you know, we got to get Senator, Democratic Senator from California, Dianne Feinstein, out. She's too old. He's attacking his fellow Democrat. And whenever Ro Khanna says something, you always have to ask why, because there's always an agenda. Check this out. Why are you asking Dianne Feinstein to resign? First of all, let me just say this. I have an enormous amount of respect for Senator Dianne Feinstein. She has had an extraordinary career in public service. She's been an icon on issues of gun violence and women's rights. Uh, but it has become painfully obvious to many of us in California that she is no longer able to fulfill her duties. Uh, she doesn't have a clear return date. We haven't been able to confirm judges at a time where women's rights and voting rights are under assault. No, okay, no one's voting rights are under assault, you dunce. Oh, and then we find out from Kim Strassel, this is awfully convenient, Joe, that uh, Ro Khanna, that Gavin Newsom, the governor who will make an appointment if Feinstein steps down, is vowed to appoint a black woman. Oh, and Ro Khanna happens to be co-chairman of House Rep, a black woman, Barbara Lee's campaign for the seat. Oh, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. Ro Khanna, maybe he's kissing Gavin Newsom's ass for a potential POTUS run. Does he already have some cabinet seat lined up? Here's phony Ro Khanna, too. Remember after January 6th, Ro Khanna thought it would be cool to attack Parler because he didn't like that Parler hosted a free speech platform at the time? Here he is. Parler is hosted by Amazon Web Services. Amazon should deny Parler services until January 21st unless they commit to removing all posts related to incitement of violence. Notice, he didn't care about him. It's just Parler he went after because he's Ro Khanna and he's a total fake. And here's the same Ro Khanna. December of just a few months back. Twitter's duty to protect free speech. Censorship of, of censorship, 100 story may have helped my party, but it was bad for our democracy. Cut the crap, dude. Just cut the crap. The routine is so pathetic. Wrote commie. Totally, totally. Huge, enormous fraud. By the way, now I'm really worried about central bank digital currencies. Paul Krugman says it's a conspiracy theory. Did you guys see this? <laughs> He's like, all you guys worried about the government monitoring what you do with your money? It's a conspiracy theory. He says it's a right-wing thing for a while, and the theories are getting crazier. Now I'm really worried, folks. Here's Paul Krugman. Here's the top five things Krugman's been wrong about. Denied the recession, convinced the euro's about to die, 
Krugman's Trump era predictions. He thinks Argentina is an economic success story. And he thinks that this internet thing isn't really going anywhere. Good job, Krugman. Now I'm really concerned. Jim Cramer record, right? Jim Jim Cramer tweeted something out about Boeing yesterday. Everybody was like, do not get on a Boeing plane. Did you see that? All right. It's time for questions for Dan. All right. Turn the paper back at the radio show afterwards. Firing it up. Hey, Dan. How do you get through the very real depression of these times? I'm a Christian, so I pray a lot, but finding peace for even a moment is difficult. Show me to the mall. At show me to the mall. Uh, listen, I did a locals video before I came on the air today. Uh, and the answer is, uh, I don't sometimes. I'm having a really rough couple weeks, if you really want to know. I thoroughly enjoy being here. I always promised you I would never fake it. Emotionally or physically, if I couldn't do the show, I'm not going to do it. But uh, I've been going through a lot. I can't really talk about why. It's not that I never hide anything from you. It's just for, if you're not given permission to share stuff, it's disrespectful to do it, right? We all agree. Like, you know, if Paula's telling me something about her personal life, I got to share it with the audience. It doesn't work that way. Um, But I've been going through a lot. And uh, sometimes it's hard. But when I really, really need to chill out, I definitely go on a bit of a slight digital detox. And I just put the phone away for a little while. That, That helps a lot. This thing can sometimes be a curse. Hey, Dan, at Freddie M.O., how is it possible the FBI has not caught the January 6th pipe bomber? Uh, I don't think they want to catch the January 6th pipe bomber. I really don't. I've already told you there's no way they don't have surveillance footage of him getting out of a car or something else. There's no way. I don't think they want to catch him. That opens up a whole other can of worms. Julie Kelly's got great stuff on that. At Bobcat Bruno, hey, Dan, with all the talk about Bud, I was wondering what your adult beverage of choice is. Listen, if I got to turn in my man card, it's okay. I drank tequila forever. I used to talk about it all the time. I love Casa Dragones. I drank a lot of Don Julio. I like tequila straight. I don't put any fancy margaritas, all that crap, but whatever. That's, I don't need the sugar in it. I just drink it with a rock in it. That's it. But it was giving me brutal hangovers. I mean, ruined the whole weekend. And, you know, you go out Saturday night, you don't want to be in church hungover. It's just disrespectful. You look like a slob. So I started drinking wine, at cabs. I like Opus. I like Camus too. Camus is pretty good. Um, I just try never to drink that Gavin Newsom. <laughs> but I like wine, cabs a lot. And uh, I find if I have a glass of water before I go to bed, as long as I don't you know, overdo it, that I can enjoy it and not wake up the next day and be a total train wreck. So uh, that's my alcohol choice. Hey, Dan, at LEB3. Even if we shut AI down in America, what's to prevent other countries like China from developing it while we're on pause, allowing them to destroy us? Yeah, exactly. Don't put a question mark at the end of that. That's a statement. That's what has me concerned. That's exactly what has me concerned. That even if we shut this thing down tomorrow, and by the way, unfiltered, my show tomorrow night, I have an entire monologue on this and I have this, an actual expert, not like a Tom Nichols expert, you know? And actually, some of you will get that joke. I'm an actual expert coming on to tell you how dangerous this stuff is. AI. Don't miss the show. Unfiltered, Saturday, 9 o'clock. Don't miss it. Power of Titus. I worked in a prison, Dan, currently a jail. I'm disheartened with the drug use and the young. They're destroying their lives. Any idea on how to help the community besides locking them up? This is a very sensitive topic. Uh, with Me, I've spoken about it with Joe a lot. Joe's a friend. It's been a problem with people in my family. And I find that once they go down that road, folks, there's almost sadly nothing you can say. You can love them and you should love them. Uh, you should. 
but you just have to know that they have to hit that bottom on their own. They just do. I, I, it's not which is one example either of this. I can tell you about a hundred friends, friends of friends, people I knew from the gym, family members, close family members. Once they're down that path, there's nothing you can do. You got to let them hit the bottom. But the best way to stop it is to intercept them early and speak to them early and often about the dangers of these chemicals in their body. I talk to my daughter. Even my daughter drinks energy drinks. I tell her, why are you drinking that? You're burning out your adrenal glands. Dad, I don't care. I'm going to tell them the truth. That way, if they make dumb decisions, they can make them on their own. At Sika 57. Hey, last one. Oh, thanks. Hey, Dan, with the government trying to go digital, is there an alternate currency we could go to? If the government goes digital, folks, there's no way to go alternate currency. Oh, alternate, wait, what are you going to do? They would make, essentially, if the government goes digital, I suspect that they would somehow find a way to ban crypto. Now, it, it, crypto is not distributed through one server, so there's no way to take it away from you. The problem is, at some point, there's got to be an intersection point if you're not doing a point-to-point transaction with someone personally, where the crypto, you're going to want to go buy something. And if it's a tax-regulated enterprise with a tax ID, there's going to be no way for you to use it. That's why I'm so worried about central bank digital currencies. And that Paul Krugman injected himself in the debate, debate makes me even more concerned. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Don't miss my show tomorrow if you really want to know what's going, up with, uh, going on with AI, Unfiltered, on Fox. And I also got a special guest, Dana White from the UFC. Looking forward to that. We'll talk about their new acquisition of the WWE. That's going to be pretty awesome, so don't miss that. Uh, and uh, also, please subscribe to the show here. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Join the live chat 11 a.m. every day. We really appreciate you following and subscribing. It means a lot. I will see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.